Hello and welcome to Motor Cult episode 31. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. Hello there. How are you? I am fantastic. It's a little hot out today, but still we're doing well because we have good wood on the television. Yes, we do. <laughs> It's not that hot. I mean, it was no, way, it was way worse before we got the deluge oh of rain two days ago. All right, we've done some episodes. Every time we've commented on the heat before, we've meant it. Yeah, today it, it's really not too bad. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it, it's on the edge of tolerable. Um, but, but yes, no. Oh, this is one of my highlights. Is this guy driving this Jaguar sedan? Is uh, it's Grant Williams? Williams, I guess he's a uh, probably a touring car driver. But he drives this uh, Jaguar uh, Mark One sedan like it is a mid '90s BMW, and nobody cares about it. Hmm. It is fantastic. Anyway, let's get to beer <laughs> real quick. Yeah. I just had to bring that up because that car was in front of me. <laughs> okay, um, we're drinking Northeast again because all of our beer is warm. So yeah, Northeast is all I have in my fridge. So. Yes, I'm open. Well, it was that or an IPA, and it's oh. too damn hot. Yeah, for like an IPA. I said, Northeast is all I have yeah, in my fridge. So. Oh, whoops. No, it's fine. It's, my hand was in the way. They've heard Nardis before, anyway. Yeah, it's, so. it's a twist off, anyway. It's terrible. But yeah, yeah but look at this guy just tuning this car. Jesus. I do have it up on the, uh, <laughs> on the feed as well. And for anyone that actually watches the video version, I've kind of dropped the ball in the last two episodes. I will hopefully get to them, but we've had a lot of issues with audio and OBS and trying to get the video feed better. So I'll get it perfect, but that'll take some time. So if you get uh, fed up with the video version, just hop on over to the audio for a couple of weeks, and I'll get it sorted. But let's talk about Goodwood. Yes. All right. So Foss. Had, right, sorry, pound FOS. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, what's playing is one of my favorite classes, other than pre-war, of course. Um, but no, it's a uh, classic touring cars. So yeah, they had the the Jaguar Mark One sedan. Yep. They had the Ford Galaxy Five Hundred uh, BTCC car, which um, is. I like that just because it's hilarious when you see pictures of it back yeah. in the era. Because it was racing, it's like Mark 1, Austin Healy, well, Sprites, say, and yeah, like Mini Coopers, and then this like giant land yacht that yeah. takes up the space of two other cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I do want to talk about some of my highlights. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Grant Williams' uh, Friday run in the Jaguar Mark uh, 1 sedan, which uh, was even more ludicrous than his other ones because he was not going for a time or anything, and he mm. totally lost it on one corner and nearly hit the hay bales. Um, it's fun <laughs> watching people wheel those old cars. I mean, Corey There's... showed me the clip of the guy in that old Bugatti. That oh, yeah. Bugatti yeah, that yeah. It was the, like the fourth uh, fastest the time of the day B. or something. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> Dude, I love it. It was just like the like car was saying, like the, the dents in the floorboards. Oh, it failed again. Yeah. Uh, th- thanks, no, it's, it's oh, there it is. The dents on the floorboard from his balls. Oh, I know, must right? Be just incredible. Well, there was um, um, there was there was one guy that had like a really really nice like Formula One car from like the 1950s and just ate it into a wall. Oh no! It was a um, wasn't a Gillet. It wasn't a Gillet. It was um, it was I'm just gonna say a Lola Chevrolet, even though I know that's not it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, he just went. Like just right into the hay bales, like totally mess up the front end. Well, I'm sure they have enough money to fix it. So. Yeah, it's it's all handmade, so just oh. gets to hammer it back out. <laughs> um, it wasn't the same before; it's not the same now. So. Yeah, uh, I was watching the rally set, uh, course mm-hmm. uh, last night, 
and Mads Ostberg in the Citroen C3 mm-hmm. uh, did probably one of the best Scandinavian flicks I've ever seen in my life. Nice. It was just perfect. There, there was a guy in a modern, I think, Citroen C2 rally car that was running yesterday. The black one? No, it was red. Black and red, yeah. Uh, white and red, I don't know. White and red? Maybe. Oh, I don't it, know. I think, I think it's the same guy, Maybe, yeah. yeah. He was just killing it. The transitions and the, yeah, the flicking. It was, he was uh, doing real well. Yeah, also, was... the rev limiter definitely worked on that car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he was on it the entire time. Yes, sir. Um, Honda brought out the uh, Honda Mean Mower. The I missed that. It was, they had it on the first day. It was a 150-mile-an-hour oh, okay. lawnmower. Fuck that. With no suspension. It's literally a lawnmower with a Jixxer 1000 engine in it. And they did it so they could set the land speed record in a lawnmower. Did he die? No, no. He did it quite well, actually. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's probably one Once the... I get proper hardware, I'll start pulling up videos like that while yeah, we're doing the podcast. Yeah, it was so funny. Um... And I think my uh, one of my favorite modern vehicles I've ever seen was the Austin Martin Signet V8. Oh, yeah. yeah I love any, that thing. If anybody is not aware of what the Signet is, in Europe, all manufacturers have to hit like a certain carbon credit. Yep. So a lot of supercar manufacturers... They just badge over engineer, a volume, yeah, yeah, over a certain volume. They'll badge engineer like a Toyota. This one is a Toyota IQ, but they'll yep. do like IQs and like <laughs> smart cars and stuff. Um, and so Austin Martin did the Toyota IQ and put basically a very small DBS grill on it. Yep, and some chrome. And bits. they wrapped all the interior cloth in leather. Yeah, and, and called it good. And I think you like don't you like get it for free if you buy like one of their like higher trim yeah, level cars? I think it came with the V12 Vantage. Or the yeah, it, like it was. It's hilarious. But um, I don't know if you could even buy it separately. I don't think you. Could. I don't think you could. I would totally import one. I was actually. I, I would was, love to. Yeah, I said to cool. I said to Jan on the way here that I one of my other ideas for daily drivers i really want to get a scion iq and do an austin martin signet like uh, body on it because oh, it all bolts together it'd be hilarious yeah, i suppose if you could find it at the parts department or something yeah I mean, probably <laughs> um but my all-time favorite car ever in history was here and he was wheeling it at 10 tenths I'm talking about the Beast of Turin. You're talking about the 28-liter Fiat? Yes, the Fiat S76. Ah, I love I, that the guy drove that. I actually, that commented that he stopped at every fuel station yes, between his Yes, he home. actually <laughs> drove it to Goodwood from his house. Oh, man. Um, that that engine, actually, from I guess I was doing just a little bit of research. If I read it correctly, apparently it was from like a dirigible, like a Zeppelin. That's, that would explain <laughs> the massive height. The massive height of the engine, yeah. I just love that the guy Dirigible powered. <laughs> his dirigible powered beast of Turin. <laughs> so, uh, what we're. Cool. Why don't you go over your highlights? Because sure. it was definitely that dude in that Bugatti was just fantastic. Yeah, no, I've got that on my list. That 20s Bugato. Where Bugatti. <laughs> Bugato. I read what I wrote, but it's not <laughs> the thing. Bugatti. I like yeah, the name a, Bugato. Me too. That would have been a great cat name. Yeah, oh, uh, the Porsche 959, <laughs> Puss and Bugatto, <laughs> uh, that Dually Auto Union, that thing is yeah. super cool. Um, that car, so the, yes, thank you, and I need. To oh, do and the a, Bugatto. I gotta do a second one for my and uh, the 28 liter Fiat. Yeah, I, I did two for the 28 liter Fiat. We both mentioned it. Yeah, um, <laughs> the. Uh, I was gonna get tired today. <laughs> I know, right? That Auto Union, the reason they did the Dually. I think that was actually set up for their Le Mans run so they could actually keep traction at like yeah, top speeds. Because they, they originally weren't a dually. They did the dually thing after they found out that they were having massive traction issues. Because, shockingly, a V16 with like 
fuel injection and a supercharger Weird. in 1930 had a problem putting power down to a three-inch wide tire. Man, bias plies I thought were really good. That, <laughs> yeah, so. I, know, I know, right? Um, anyway, so you had the... But my last one is that four-rotor FD homage. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought, I'm surprised you didn't mention the Porsche 959 that was there. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. I just, I just said that. Yeah, no, the uh, the 959, I mean, it was preceded by like a 930 Carrera, and it was followed by a 993 Turbo, so it was a bunch of real good stuff, but the 959 just does it for me. I liked the, um, did you see when they had the original 1948 Porsche 356 Ferdinand, and yep. it was sitting there, and then the Porsche 918 or whatever, it was like <laughs> on its ass and just <laughs> over it and just blew past him. <laughs> it was hilarious. Weird. Ooh, I can't imagine that happening. I know, right? Very strange. I thought they were basically the same speed. <laughs> well, those are those are my favorites so far, anyway. What are yours? Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, those ones. I think the Beast of Turin definitely is my favorite car. Okay. Um, I would have to. I do really want to note, even though these weren't as exciting. I really like the Dolly Sprint, the Triumph Dolomite Sprint. It's one of my. It's it's. Thank you, Hammond. It's one of my favorite cars. Um. <laughs> But yeah, you no, could it, easily afford to bring one here. <laughs> you can. Like, it'd be like f- six grand because I think you can find the best one in the world for $1,000. Um, Thank God. But uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Yanich. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's move on for a little bit. We'll come okay. back to Goodwood later. All right. Uh, so I was just in the bathroom pooing at work, as, as, as one, one does. does. Yes. Um, and I came across, I was on the Super Street uh, Magazine website. It, apparently, they're coming out with a video game. Um, doing what exactly? Racing. It's like it's gonna be like kind of Need for Speed Underground. Do we really need more racing games? Yes. yes in, in this particular instance, yes. Because hmm. you remember in like the mid two thousands where we had like a bunch of really good street racing games, so like Tokyo Extreme Racer and Need I, for Speed Underground. I'll be honest with you, I never played any of those. Um, they were. Real, I played some, like Hot Pursuit on my Pentium two three hundred and ninety seven. They they had like like glut of garbage. Hmm. Um. I'm looking at you, Juiced, too. Um, <laughs> oh, weird. I thought you were looking at me, so... No, um, they, had a, they had a glut of garbage games uh, towards the end of it and kind of killed the subgenre. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, some of my favorite racing games of all time came from that. So I, I really have to name drop Tokyo Extreme Racer again. I mean, when I was a kid playing that... How do you spell extreme? X-T-R-E-M-E. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the Japanese name was like... Um, Kanjo Shigoto Challenge or something. Like was, they should have just kept that. I know, it's a great market. name. But they, they might be bringing that out again as well. I'm wondering if their Super Street's working with Genki. Oh, okay. Um, with, that'd be, uh, that'd be kind of cool if they were. Yeah. Um, I'm just really excited about this. I think Motor Cult should have a video game. I I mean, I, you can do whatever you want. I, 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 I don't, I don't know, I don't know what you'd do with it. I, I imagine it'd just be like a port of Forza. And Forza. 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 Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Um, I do like Porza. Yeah. <laughs> it's a port of Forza. It's a Porza. A Porza. <laughs> Porza Motor Cult. It, it would just be like, it'd be like Forza, like, maybe like Forza Horizon, but like outside the Nürburgring or something. And all oh, the cars. that'd be really cool. There'd be no, like, normal cars. It'd be nothing but weird shit. It'd would, be great. I would actually play that probably. Yeah, I would probably play that too. That's fine. Also, I, can I just lament once again our shit internet here? It is god-awful here. We... The association is supposedly fixing this, but uh, our Goodwood stream, as you can tell, is um, it's a uh, African American screen with a spinny wheel in it. 
Corey uh, joked that there might be somebody uh, mining Bitcoin. There probably is, <laughs> and yeah. I would not be surprised. That's like how that would they make sense. A unit here. Yeah, exactly. Nice. They, they I mean, u- they pay their own power bill, but like, yeah, they're not paying the data. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I think we could probably trace that. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, and you know, actually, speaking of normal cars and video games, yeah. Um, the new Supra made its. We're gonna go back to Goodwood. Okay. They made their de- they made it made its actual debut uh, uh, debut debut. That's a weird word. Debut. I think it's debut. Debut. Debuke. It's such a weird <laughs> word. I never noticed that until I said it on air. It's such a goofy word. Anyway, we're gonna go with debut. Yeah, debut. Um, they made their debut uh, for the new Supra at Goodwood. It still has its cool like camouflage livery thing. Yeah, but I mean the car looks good. They also brought the M8 out for the first time, and nobody cares. Well, because the M8's a land yacht. Yep. I'm actually going to pull up that link, because you have a link to that one. Yes, I did. So I'm going to try actually... out the broadcast thing, and it's probably chugging super hard. This is probably not even watchable. So while you're bringing that up, I'm also going to note that that car's going to NASCAR, too. Oh. Which, not their win- not the Winston, no, it's not Winston, what is it called now? Not their main cup. They changed the name. I don't know. I don't watch NASCAR. Like... Although I will say, I did enjoy watching that NASCAR truck. Tundra demolished the track. Mike Skinner, the not quite a stig from yeah. uh, the Grand Tour. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, that was him. That was him. Oh my god! You didn't notice the name, Mike Skinner. Then I hate it. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I um, felt the same. He he. I liked it, and then he pointed out who it was, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be a hard pass for me, Doug. Yeah. So, um, no, they're bringing the Super to NASCAR. Uh, it looks about as much like a Supra as you'd imagine. It looks like every other NASCAR, but with like a Supra, like first fifth of the car mm-hmm. stuck onto it. Sure. So I guess it's like awkward dip down, goes to like a Supra nose, and everything behind it looks has the exact same profile as a 2003 Chevy Monte Carlo. There are also no photos of the Supra in this article. Really? Uh, either, well, it's still loading, maybe. The internet is very good, as you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um,. Yeah, so uh, another thing that the NASCAR is not the same as a Super with is, first off, um, it is a four-speed manual transmission. Yes, by regulation. By regulation. The Jericho crash boxes. Those yes. are super cool. It has <laughs> a reciprocating ball steering system. I guess we're circulating. Uh, whatever it is. It's got a not rack and pinion. Recirculating, recirculating ball. ball. Sorry. That's all right. Um, that would be a good, interesting engineering thing, even though nobody cares. It, 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 yeah, I, Every time I look into that, I go, why did they not just make a rack and pinion? This makes so much more sense. Yeah. Like, uh, this is woefully inefficient. Yeah, this is <laughs> just bad. Um, and then it doesn't have a straight six. It's got a V6, which is, like, the biggest crime to humanity. Because I'm in a V8. V6s are dumb. They are stupid. I can't, like, think of a situation where I would ever necessitate a V6 over a straight six. It just does not make sense to me. I kind of agree. I mean, if it's a space constraint, maybe, but then you should just redesign your car. If it's a space constraint, go with a V8 or a four-cylinder. Yeah, you have a point. Like, the V6 is just... That's a compromise. It's, 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 you know it what? Those a, those a, are the crossovers of engines. Funny enough, most crossovers, the big engines of V6. Weird. Yeah. Cause I like, think we've stumbled upon something truly magical here. Yeah, right there. Uh, uh, the V6 is also, just... I want to talk about crossovers for a second. The, uh, the photo... Was it Scott tagged you in over this last week? Yes. About, like, not all crossovers look the same. It was like a bunch of white crossovers that were all different. And they looked exactly the same. Well, did you see the post that um, 
that I made a week prior to that. No. I was, me and, or Jan and I were at, at a Lotus in Uptown getting Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. Delicious, by the way, and actually affordable. Um, That's a good combination. Yes, it is. Although Corey sighed audibly. I don't know if the microphone is high enough to hear him. No, no, it's fine. Now Corey's it not going to say anything. Now it's high enough. Corey's not going to say anything. Okay, fine. I'll turn it back anyway, a little bit. Um, the, the original burger, he's not going to say anything. He's mute. The geese stole his vocal cords. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he, they were frostbitten from all that shoveling. Probably. Back in April. That's why he hasn't talked. He's been here the entire time. We just haven't had him talk. Yeah, he lives But anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. No, I was sitting at Lotus, and I looked next to my van in the parking lot because I have a beautiful patio there. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that there were there was a Ford Escape next to a Mitsubishi Outlander. And the first thing I noticed is both of the wiper blades point the same direction, which Ugh. bothered me. Because I'm like... All right, you want you have cars that are nearly identical. Yeah. How hard is it to have a wiper blade that goes left to right instead of right to left? Well, apparently, if you're them, extremely difficult. I just don't get that. Um, and then I also noticed that their taillights were in the exact same location with the almost the exact same angle. The location of where they have the different LEDs was different. They had the same uh, D pillar. And the same little tiny spoiler that goes just a little bit over the, the windshield wiper. And the taillights are the same. Hey, there's a stream back Wow, in look at the quality even. 480K. No, I was going to say, that's like 240P, maybe? Yeah, 240P. You know, honestly, if it would maintain it, maybe I can force it, actually. Yeah, you can, actually. I'd be okay with that. Because yeah, it probably looks just fine for everybody that's watching oh, the dude, stream. Oh, dude, I can force it. It was actually 360. I'm forcing it to 240. Good. <laughs> That'll be great for us. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I I can't stand crossovers. They're just so uninspired. No, they're, they're like, even I bet even the, the Lamborghini Anus has a wiper blade that goes right to left. Lamborghini. Anyway, uh, I just I don't know who would buy that. It, well, I mean, keep in mind the average car buyer age this day or these days for new cars is fifty two. Good lord! Yeah, it's not. I mean, these aren't. That's people, like there are no millennials in that. No, I mean, do you want to know why cars aren't interesting anymore? Because, because they're made they're for a bunch very old of people. vanilla people. Oh, wow, the TV's doing some fun stuff. They're made for vanilla people that just don't care about cars, and that's that's the issue. I mean... Well, if, if it's if made the, for... Be, if the average buyer is 52, yeah, that means you have, like, every young person in the world, like, weighing that down. That means there's a, a substantial number of people in their 80s buying cars. Yeah. So these aren't really made for... Yeah, that's These true. might be people that are into cars, but they're just so geriatric, they can't bend their knees. <laughs> so that's why these cars... These, these cars are made for the same people that the Lancia Aurelia was originally made for. Oh, my God. Like, back in the 60s, because they, they, they would age with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of people, like you said, in their 80s, like, buying their last car, which is bringing this average up. But I think yeah. there's also just a hugely center-weighted population of people well, old women buying crossovers yeah and that would make sense because most all the baby boomers are getting old so they have to make cars for the old people because there's just statistically more people there exactly that would actually that makes sense that actually gives me a little bit of faith because those people are dying um because <laughs> those they, people dying gives you faith this is my reasoning okay that probably accounts for why they see so such low take rates in manual transmissions no i mean it is like you, it you makes picture sense. somebody that's 52 They're not how gonna... many of those people are driving interesting cars cars with manual transmissions no 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 these are the people that want a crossover they want all-wheel drive because they think they need it in the winter yeah they want space for the children they don't have anymore yeah 
for the grandchildren that come to see them. Never. Yeah, never. Because it's so boring. Because well, they're... I was thinking about that because, like, you know, I work with children, so yeah. I see what their parents drive. And one of our... Um, our larger families they have three kids enrolled in the school and their nanny mm -hmm. drives a volvo sedan so i'm like nice what's your excuse if she can fit three children with well, car well, seats see, that's the thing people shop for in a volvo. what they don't need yeah bigger I, is better well, well that's again that's it's not tough. a it's, I mean, it's it's a situational thing i think a lot of times when people buy a car like they buy a three-row they're like, oh, yeah. well, there's, there's a couple times a year where, like, my grandchildren have their friends and I need to take them to the water mm -hmm. park. I'm like, I'm going to buy a car for me to drive every day of the year for one or two days a year for this yeah. one activity. I'm like, people do that all the time. They just don't yeah. give it a second thought. They're like, oh, it's fine. You just described every single track car. But then yeah. again. <laughs> I mean, trust me, you can use it in a, a positive light, too. Well, that, no, I think I think that's um, that, that's that's a, that's kind of like the... I guess the human condition is that we we actually just prepare for that one event in our life that'll happen once, and we base our entire life around that one thing. Yeah. Well, then again, there's those giant three rows, and then you've got Ryan's Mazda Five, which you would think only has two rows, but it has three. Yeah. Comfortably. And they're much more spacious than almost every three row on the market. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, it's a van, which yeah. is designed to be practical. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it is kind of ludicrous. You know what? You know what I do miss. The reverse facing three rows. Tesla has that, but no, I can't think of anybody else that still makes uh, that. Mercedes still does. And the Good. Really? Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Good. The E-Class wagon still has a reverse facing I, I want to get an E-Class wagon oh, it's just so, so great. I can get that seat. They, they've been doing that since the 70s. It's God, the That's 60s awesome. probably. Well, actually, no, I think the wagon started in 81, but yeah. But they've still, been doing it they've since been the doing inception it since, of the 123 yeah. wagon. Ryan That's and fantastic. I have a list of vans we're going to buy to not be typical parents with, you know, the Grant grand caravan or the toyota sienna so wow. i just tried um, to load that supra thing or whatever and uh i'm just gonna give up on that yeah i, w I would it's um so that's i know right <laughs> so your um you mentioned that that volvo sedan is being driven by your a nanny, nanny. to a yeah. family of three yeah. mm -hmm. so you know ford said sedans just don't sell and they got their action you know all their sedans. i think that we might have touched on that yeah funny enough mazda released their sales figures for all their cars yeah and of all of their cars do you know what car had the highest monthly gain in sales hmm, i wonder the mazda 6 really oh. the bigger one the bigger one the mid-sized sedan that doesn't sell that comes with the manual transmission Ooh. Ooh. and should have come with the diesel yes yes um to be fair um they are a fraction of what the crossover is. I think mm -hmm. they did something like, um, I think they did something like four to six thousand cars, whereas the crossover in a month, yeah, That's like pretty good. in the entire nation. That's whereas still the, pretty yeah, healthy. pretty good. Yeah. Whereas the crossover did like eighteen or something. But I mean, the amount of like CX threes I see now, it's just it makes me want to pee. Well, this is the thing: the CX five only CX five is actually pretty good. The CX five only went up like. I think like four percent or something. So it's kind of like even. Do you know what's outselling both of those things? Hmm. The JL Jeep Wrangler still somehow. I don't understand. I that. really can't figure it out because I don't see that many of them. But Me uh, what I actually find interesting, the Mazda Six yeah. outsold the big ass Mazda SUV crossover, the CX Nine. That thing is so and long the tiny the one, the CX Three. Yeah. Well, no, they redesigned the CX Nine. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. It actually looks good. Say, but like, for the longest time, it was based on like a 2003 Ford Edge. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> of 
all the brands that are currently being produced and sold in America, Mazda is my favorite consistently. I'm I'm shocked because you drive one. Well, I mean, (laughs) I for the longest time did not want to own one. Well, for the longest time I hated them. But um, your Mazda Five is rad. Since those came out, I thought those were super cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, actually, my dad bought one too. Uh, Speaking of Mazda Five, no, no, uh, Mazda. He bought a Mazda three. Oh yeah, isn't it super? A 2016 Mazda three. No, it's it's decent. Okay. Um, but the cool thing is it's got a manual transmission. Hmm. Do you know how old my father is? Uh, 68. Actually, you're not too far off. I think he's like 65 or 66. Okay. But uh, like <laughs> my parents' age and kind of winged it. Yeah. So he's he's kind of uh, yeah he's like, he's like right on the sure. like right on the money with your parents. Well, good. But he's within that new, he's, he's within the average new car buyer age, and yeah. he bought something interesting. Good. He bought the probably the most fun compact, you know, yeah, manual a Mazda three manual sedan that you could get. Good. Two yeah. liter or two five. Uh, I think it would be a two five in that. He that hasn't been able to tell nice. us what he bought. Yeah, we that's not terribly surprising. No. Yeah, no. My dad has no idea what he what he doesn't know what trim yeah. level it is or <laughs> anything. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, and then his mom has a yeah. Mazda two. So yeah, I've a seen Mazda that park, that green one. The Mazda two is fantastic. Car, I love yeah. that car. Yeah, uh, good. Ma- uh, I stand by my fact. Not as good that, as the Fiat five hundred, but it's no. Cute. But I I uh, I stand by the fact that Mazda is the best at making stupid cars fun. Like, cars have no business being fun. Yeah. They make them really fun. Yeah, like, the CX-5 is in the worst segment of vehicles ever. And, and it's, it's actually pretty, pretty good yeah. to drive. Decent. Yeah. And then, like, the, the Mazda and 2. you get it in a manual. The Mazda 2 is a hot hatch with a 1.5 liter. Didn't not, it's not even a hot hatch. It is just an Econo hatch with a 1.5 liter. And it's got a spec racing series behind yeah. it. Yes. That's the same as the... It was the Scion I something, and then they brought no, the it Toyota was, to It was market? the... Um, it, it, it was Spec B. So the Spec B was the Honda Fit, the Mazda 2, and no, I think I, the I Scion mean, IA. Um, they, were, they were sold in this country under the Mazda oh, yes, 2. Oh, yes, yes, yes. there was also I a am. Scion variant. The IM. And then, so yeah. they when they killed off Scion, they transitioned it to Toyota, right? It was... Uh, God, it's like a Yaris... No, the IM was the Corolla hatch. Oh. I, n- no, they're the, no, the it's a, the... Son of a bitch. And we're just... It's just conjecture now. I think it's like the. I think it's a is Yaris or something. They did do that though. They, yeah. Anyway, it it doesn't Maz- matter the name. Mazda but and they Toyota. did bring the Mazda two as a Scion, and then it went over. Mazda and Toyota, Toyota do have well. like a partnership yeah. where Toyota contacted Mazda and said to help us make our cars more fun. And so that's actually did it work? I don't know. We'll look at modern Toyota now as opposed to three years ago. Yeah, I would we, say it so. worked we call really those well. Little hatchbacks, beans, because they look like beans. Yes. That's so his mom owns a green bean. Oh yes. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. Um, oh wow, I didn't even realize we had touched on the following topic already about the Mazda Six sales. Yeah, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, well, I want to talk about something that uh, is selling relatively well compared to how many units they're able to put out. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Tesla Model Three having like twenty-three percent of its overall orders canceled. Yeah. Um, that apparently doesn't matter because they are still fully sold out and fully booked right now. And Tesla just actually launched the online configurator for this car finally after oh. over two years. Jesus. On the 12th of July. And they're also accepting general populace pre-orders. Cool. cool. So up to this point, it was all Tesla employees or the people that stood in line day one to drop that $1,000 deposit in line in 2015. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, if you were one of the, la- the line standards, you put down your $1,000, mm-hmm. refundable, granted. And when you actually got your 
acceptance from Tesla to start configuring your car, it was an additional $2,500 at that point before they would build your car. Now you can go and just order one and it's the $2,500 fee. So you don't have to lay that extra thousand bucks down. And you will get it. You're going to get a tent made Mazda, or sorry, not Mazda 3, Tesla Model 3 (laughs) in just a few short years. You will have your tent made Tesla 3 after Trump has been kicked out of office thank god yeah. <laughs> that, that's how long it will take yeah um but i uh, it, i thought it was worth mentioning it's a beautiful car though i like, would I'd, definitely consider I've a seen... model three but i want i don't want because right now they started with the the extended range rear wheel drive one i think yeah that was like the first batch because they wanted mm-hmm. to make the cars with a little more profit margin in them first yeah. yeah and now they're actually making that one and they're making an all-wheel drive long range but they're not making a short range one yet with the rear wheel drive which is the one that's supposedly supposed to get into the thirty-five thousand dollar range and once they do that well a the seventy five hundred dollar federal tax credit will be gone for yes. that particular vehicle so it's irrelevant but yeah. I mean, that car actually has some appeal to me at thirty five thousand yeah. dollars. Like well, that's actually kind of a cool car. Put an F one fifty eighty month loan on that bad boy, and da da. Now that puts a thumb in the eye of piss trucks to go. trying to buy one, and now he's got a Chevy Volt. Um, yeah, talk about a swing and a miss. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a Model S. Oh, I gotta get a i three. Uh, no, uh, Volt. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna burn gas with by replacing the gas? Way better. Anyway, okay. But anyway, yeah. yeah, that makes perfect sense. Which, <clears throat> that is not a pretty car either. Um, the Volt's a good vehicle, but it's not pretty. No. no. no I think, have you, so behind the Supra at Goodwood, yeah. did you see the uh, Nissan GTR 50? This no. Is the 50th anniversary of the GTR. Um, it's a coach. say that I did. Ital Design coach built car. That sounds pretty pretty. It's p- absolutely gorgeous. But, um,. I always I was thinking that I could. Ooh, there's a link for this. Yeah, well, this is this is a different kind of thing. But I thought coach building was kind of dead. Like just a handful of people well, did them. Think of like Rin speed. Sorry, and stuff one, like one that. second. We oh, have, sorry. There's an aircraft flying overhead. It's a bunch of World War II fighters, dick. actually. Cool. I don't care. That happens a lot here. For yeah, are they pre World War II made? No, they're later model. No. Yeah, I thought it was a Hawker Hurricane at first, or I guess Hellcat, but no, it was, it was later. <laughs> but um, uh, Oh, you're not anyway, talking about a Dodge? No, no, no. I'm talking about a cool car, or a cool airplane. Uh, but anyway, no, so, uh, no, like, all these, when I say coach build, I'm not talking, like, speed built, like, Gambala and stuff like that, where it's, like, a tuned car, but, like, I'm talking, like, just, like, old school cars stock, but with a dope body on it. Okay. So, like, Touring and Atal Design and Zagato, like, those brands, still doing pretty decently well, Bertone. And oh, stuff like that. I do love Bertone. But yeah, no, they're actually doing uh, fairly decently. Um, Jalopnik had a story about like how the uh, the coach building industry in Italy is doing. But yeah, you are right. It hasn't really died, died because... No, it's definitely... Yeah, it's, it's it morphs. It's, for sure. It, it morphs. Because if you think about like for every single... Every single time you see like an Alpina, or you see a, yeah like a Rinspeed or a Gambala. Oh wow, that thing's gorgeous. Or a Brabus, like those are all coach built technically. But yeah, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's yeah. quite nice. And it is showing up on the feed. Thank God, this part at least works, even though the website took forever to load. Wow. But yeah, that was um, just a properly uh, good looking car. And uh, coach built cars always worth the money because those cars are worth more. Yeah, they, that's they true. Do if not you're gonna buy one to hang on to, you may as well spend the extra money and get one that's actually unique. Yeah, it's almost I, like the people that uh, with BMW and stuff they go for the individual paint color because like, yeah. it's only like fifteen hundred dollars. 
wow. to get your car painted in whatever the hell you want. Oh, word? Yeah. Oh, dude, on, I like, have any new BMW. That's totally dude, worth I, it. That's yeah. amazing. I, yeah. I would have lots of pink. Cars. What is the cheapest BMW you can get right now? Uh, probably a 228i base. Can you, that, can you get that with a manual? Yeah. I get a 228i base and I get it painted like Aztec green pearl, just like some 90s teal. It'd be perfect. Honestly, it'd probably be worth more than any 228 in like 15 years. Yeah. And actually, I kind of like the 228. So. Oddly enough, when people do the individual program, they typically pick like a different BMW color from a different era. Oh. Because it's just I guess easier that makes for sense. them to like fat finger a, yeah. you know, a page or something like that. Like they have a color that was probably on some car that they lusted after when they were younger. Makes sense. Like, I can to- blue. Oh, yeah. Can you get whatever color interior you want? Uh, you can. Uh, it's it's more than the fifteen hundred dollars. How much is it? Do you uh, think? It depends on your material, but I mean they'll they'll upholster it and whatever. You so want. I'm thinking like, Ooh. can I yeah. get like a cocaineed out two twenty eight i? Yeah. Get like white yep. exterior, mm-hmm. white interior, yep. and some white wheels. Yep. Yeah, I get that. I don't know if they'll do the white wheels. I'm sure they would do the white. Yeah, wheels. Yeah, but I can find somebody. I can powder coat yeah. some wheels. But yeah, like I, mean, I would totally. You can definitely out pick one. the exterior color for a very reasonable sum of money, and um, you can you can pick the interior and oh, the type yes. of upholstery. I mean, in that sense, it's almost like the Rolls Royce experience, where yeah. like when you order one, it's but just it's like affordable. You, it's, 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 it's kind of affordable. It's built into the price, assuming that you're going to want like Italian lambs wool yeah. <laughs> seats. I'm like, of course you do. That's, yeah, why would have, you not? We have 58 swatches here for you. What kind of car would you coach build? This is not on our list. So, what um, kind of car would you coach like build? Like a new car? Like if you were going to be buying a car to have coach built, modern ish. Okay. What would you get coach built? Um, yeah, First gen Rolls Royce Phantom. Yeah, yeah. I would say either I'd, I could still manual swap that. That's true. I'd get either a BRZ. Okay. I specify the that BRZ. Would be very I, interesting. I, I I love the handling of that car, and I like yeah. the nicer interior. Or a Miata. Okay. Oh, weird. Those are odd choices because I feel like coach building generally makes cars heavier. It it does, but I want a car that handles, and not necessarily. It's all about how you coach build it. Okay. What materials you use. I guess um, if cost be damned, you can make things light and nice. Exactly. Like, I would totally get like a coach with like BRZ or Miata, like where I get like a good driving car, but I don't necessarily like the body that much. Okay. And just like totally fix the body. So basically, it's like that's actually a, kind of a good example of like what's a great car that is totally let down by how it looks. And that, those are two cars I think oh, that, that's fit a good that, question. that fit I in think that bill. There's probably a bunch of stuff, but I would oh, do a I'll Fiat give you a prime e. example. Hmm. That'd be pretty cute, well, actually. Because yeah, be I want, cool. I want the, con- I they want do, to make it a convertible. Yeah. They do make a coach built 500e convertible. Um, I think it was. Uh, I totally. Ooh, I'm that. gonna be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Zagato that built it. Yeah, but like, I want to like choose like a fun color. Like they already have nice colors, mm-hmm. but like, I just want to be able to. Cause like, I tried the website to like do one new, and I cannot do any of the color combos that I want because I really like that sage green and that tan. Yep. the sage green's not offered anymore. Oh, it's only in the first couple of years. Um, but no, the car that's really good and is let down by how it looks, Chevy Bolt. Oh, that really that good yeah. car. That is a very good Disgusting example. Disgusting looking. Um, yes. yes, I would say that. You can get one of those for $26,000 now. It's a in- 60 kilowatt hour battery. Any of the modern muscle cars. Yeah. Any one of those. Those aren't that great, though. Yeah, but they're. It's one of those things where I could accept a Challenger or a Camaro and be happy with it. Oh, like a Mustang. Oh, God. Like, well, the Mustang I'm more okay with. The interior is so bad. It's it's, it's bad, but I'm more okay with that. Okay. Because the outside's a little bit better. But um, 
Like yeah, yeah the, no, the, the, the Challenger fine. and the Camaro are two cars where I'm fine enough with how they drive. A Baldi like, Eco can only shit so much. But they they are just not aesthetically pleasing in any way. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. I mean, they just look cheap. They do. Yeah. It's and they have the the worst visibility of any vehicle. Yeah, ever. yeah. The greenhouse is not what you'd call generous. No, on it's those not vehicles. a greenhouse. It's like that. That's a greenhouse <laughs> you get. That's a mailbox. So, no, that's a greenhouse you grow mushrooms in. Like hmm. that's what that is. Interesting. Anyway, um, so, Burb, um, yes. last week we uh, that was a tangent. I am so sorry. No, <laughs> like that's, I was actually kind of interesting. No, tangent. keeping us on topic is always good. Um, we uh, went to the Flat Earth uh, I know, I actually made it. Crafts meet. I finished yeah, you did, the And you spot. got into the show. I know. It, 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 it uh, wasn't even very hard. Did you see the pictures that Wiley took of your car? I took, you tagged me in one. Yeah, that was a great shot of your car. Yeah, it was good. Of course, it's hard to make your car not look good. Jana literally took a Polaroid of your car, which is fantastic. Yeah, I can yeah. see it. Um, <laughs> it's very good. It looks so early 90s, too. It's great. I know. I love it. It literally looks like it's in a brand new construction development in, like, 1993. Yes. It really does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how did you ex- like that meet? Uh, I mean, I went to a couple of them last year. Yeah. And how did I the stack up? really liked it. I figured, the, uh, okay, I felt like, off the cuff, just as high caliber, I like the music like the food trucks yeah in fact the guys in the food trucks are really great um i d- didn't really like how quickly people filtered out yeah i yeah. feel like it didn't last quite as long this time as it did the, last year i think they said that like it ends at 10 or something oh they shouldn't do that yeah no just like because i think last time marks. it went until like midnight or later yeah i think that i think it might be a little bit of like an issue for like cleanup and stuff but i mean yeah. still it's like it's one of those things like that was the only thing I kind of was like a little bit of a bummer about. Other than that, the show's great. It, just it is. Ended too I early. think the only thing I would do is whoever actually picks vehicles to be let down in. As soon as one leaves, that person needs to be on other folks. Like oh, there yes. needs to be a waiting list yes. or something to like get cars down into the show. I think that's what encouraged people to leave early. Yeah. It's like oh, cars, people are leaving. I mean, cars are filtering too. out. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be really huge. Um, I think we're well, we're gonna have a sing from Drive Cartel on okay. sometime in the next couple of weeks. And sure. We should definitely bring that up because yeah. that's... No, I think it would just, it I, would help. It, it would, and I, I think, love that I location. think Drive Cartel does yeah. such a great job. Like, mm-hmm. they have minor improvements to make here and there. It felt like a very high-quality yeah. show. Yeah. There, like, there's a lot of shows that happen, not just here, but, brewery, like, so everywhere. Heck, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And it's, it's like, in, like, old warehouse structure. Yeah. It's really cool. That patio at night was super oh, yeah. rad. Yeah, that, oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Just picture, like, yeah, an old factory that, like, the roof blew off of when all the flour powder got flammable oh, or some <laughs> shit, and then they put bistro lights across it. Yeah, it was yeah. ta <laughs> And, no, and I'm excited to go to those pots. again. Are those annual or not annual? Are they monthly? Monthly, yeah. Okay, so they nice. they have another one uh, first uh, first um, weekend in August. Okay, well, I'll um, definitely make a point to get to it. Yeah, I mean it's a half mile from my house. So mm-hmm. August to be a great month for car shows because we got that. Uh, then we're going out to Pebble Beach. Yep. That's um, gonna be, although I should probably talk about me pussing out and leaving before the actual yes because you're going i think to it's gonna NNC's. be fun though We're, even still no it will i think leading uh, up to it should be good it's gonna be really good um i'm not gonna go to actual concours because it is just insanely expensive yeah and i will come with complimentary champagne yeah, i i will absolutely but like we're like looking at our savings and we're like nah. i mean i can do it i just don't care that much i will do it some it's other one time. of those oh, things i think i'd rather go to goodwood yeah yes. well i've got i've got um like I've got the money, but I was just like sitting there. I'm like, you know, I I really am like trying to get this down payment on a house soon. If any sponsors want to bring us there next oh, yeah. year, that would be fabulous. Yeah, it's like three hundred and sixty dollars for general admission. Yep. 
But well, it does come with champagne. Really cute. Yes, you it's true. You can take pictures of me. It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, there you Jana go. is adorable. I'll even I, find a suit. I, I will probably be shot because I look like a grizzly bear. We'll dress. <laughs> <laughs> that is like hey, a really sweaty Ryan, like chugging bottled champagne. Yeah, and like, they'll, feel, they'll think like a, a bear escaped Big Sur National Park. Can you just the not wear a shirt and then just be really sweaty? <laughs> yeah, like I am right now. Um, she has a shirt on. I am. I'll dress era correct for lots of free champagne. There is a. This is a complete tangent. I apologize ahead of time, but in Northeast there is a uh, a restaurant that's hidden, and it's an oh. upstairs. It's called Al's Place. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. apparently the only sign that you're on the right spot is it's it's a door with no door, no door handle. There's a green light above it. You have to knock on the door. This like portal thing opens and there's a person manning the door. And oh, you have to speakeasy. say something about, yeah, it's a speakeasy. That's awesome. Period. And you're supposed to dress up like period. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's super cool. So but I like you to have to say there. something about furniture shopping when you go oh, and open this portal. Like awesome. I'm looking for Persian rugs. I'm looking for a... A nice chaise lounge. You know, that's oh, I love s- that so much. That's the <laughs> second <laughs> restaurant like that in yeah. town, and they're actually doing decently well because it's sure also they are. Vols- people love the occasion. Yeah, well, it's also Volstead's Emporium. And yeah, you uh, don't have to ask to go in there, no, but there's no, 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 there's no signage. So he's the, talking about Volstead's Emporium, which is oh, I guess I've in been the to that. suburbs. But like, no, 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 I'm not talking about that at all, honey. No, I'm talking about the one in Uptown. The, oh, I'm talking the about the one in Egan. The actual one in Uptown is just called Volstead's, and it's an actual. I wonder if it's linked to the one in egan no it's not no there's all. they're totally separate but anyway um no to go there there's no signage you have to go walk down an alleyway i'm not going to say where safe. it is okay, you have fine. to walk you have to go into a parking lot you have to go walk behind a massive hvac unit find a door with a red light on it knock on the door and then how they id you is you sh- give them your id through the door and they give you the id back and they let you in nice yeah it's really really cool and they've like hit like inside the restaurant they have like hidden rooms and stuff cool so like there's like a Sounds pho- like my boss's house yeah there's like a phone booth and like if you like pick up if you pick up the phone book in the phone booth it'll open up a, a like a secret door my word <laughs> i got really drunk and tried it out and went into a private party and they let me stay because they thought i was cute and then they're <laughs> like this is a private party you need to go now and i was like oh my bad oh <laughs> all right yeah, they have like uh, they have like uh, fake mirrors and stuff indoors. So like you can like I kind of like that stuff. But it's really cool. Anyway. It's like, but it's like all like error correct. But anyway, yeah, um, I, I don't know. Back, back we're gonna open an art deco. I cult. killed us from drive cartel. So back on topic, talking about the light the night show, which you are leaving Pebble Beach for. Correct. Tell us about that burger. Well, we already had Balto on twice, and he told us about it. So, but, but yeah, you you they're, they're shutting that. down. Yeah, Nicollet Mall, and they've got all the new. I mean, they just remodeled that entire stretch. Yeah, so now they've got beautiful. like LED lit like pergolas outside on the sidewalk, and just, the whole thing's closed. So we're parking in those. I, I'm like, I, I want to go to them. Just really bummed that I'm gonna be at Pebble Beach. Honestly, if I hadn't told and committed to going with a specific car on a specific date and time with them, I would have stayed for Pebble Beach Concours. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave on Saturday morning, come back, and go to the show. Yeah. So well, I mean, I'm gonna do as much as I can in California, but we can also find like a, a stand-in for you. I'm sure we can find somebody else, John yeah. or something. You could find no, somebody that looks like a mannequin, and then it'll be fine because that's what I look like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You just put some short blonde hair in a mannequin. It's me. Perfect. But no, it, it's Darn. gonna be a great show. Nickel, it's a great venue. I don't know how he got that, but that's it's huge. So I'm excited for that. Uh, sounds like a massive overhead. Um, yeah, <laughs> but good for them. I really hope they make the money back. Um, yeah, me too. Speaking of shows, yeah, comedians and cars getting coffee. Fucking love that show. Yeah, have you seen the new season? Mm, doubtful. When did they, it? Air? It like just 
dropped on Monday. No, no. it is super good. Is um, it uh, what? Okay, uh, where is it now? Because I mean, it used to be on Crackle. Netflix. Netflix. Oh, I'm glad so, I stole my membership then. Yeah, it's entirely on Netflix. Okay, because well, nobody cares about Crackle. I know. Was I it, know. It was weird that it was on there in the first place. Yeah, it was shocking. Now nobody really cares about Netflix either. But if they've got one good show, I guess yeah. But stay. Netflix actually publicly traded. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they keep losing all their big contracts. So yeah. Anyway, um, I almost killed that fly. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> everyone heard. <laughs> no, it's actually really good. The car collection is fantastic. Nice. Um, they have a Volkswagen thing. Oh, they have a um, what was the Japanese car they had on? Was it nostalgic? Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. Oh, FJ40. Um, the FJ40. They had a Cadillac XLR, which uh, oh yeah, that's they had a I'm Fer- all about that. They had a Ferrari Testarossa, which was one of the longer hard ons I've had. Uh, yeah, that's pretty eighties. Uh, that car is awesome. I love the rear end of that car. Um, <laughs> the, but yeah, that I is just a, like it's that car in general. Just a fantastic good. show. Jerry Seinfeld is uh, great at interviewing people. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, as car people, we watch it for the car, but it, it's probably four fifths talking about comedy. Mm-hmm. But it's and actually he's Jewish, so you can yeah. relate there. Well, it's it, yeah, it's true. He does a lot of Jewish comedians. Yeah, but he doesn't only just like talk like two comedians and like just like tell like bits. Like he actually talk about like the creation of comedy mm-hmm. and creating comedy. It's it's yeah. You know, he it's, links that back quite yeah, a bit. He he does that really well. It's it's an art form that's very close to building cars. Um, but, you know, if Jerry Seinfeld, if you are listening, you are always welcome at Motor Cult, and you can definitely join us. I'd be more than okay with yeah, that. Yeah, just drive something cool. E- even if you don't. <laughs> just make sure. I prefer if you drive Make sure you cool. wear your blue New Balance shoes that you wear during also the show. Also, bring Louis C.K. No. Ah, I like he's Louis not that CK. great. Oh, he's great. He's fine. He's just he's great. fine. Uh, I like Louis the, C.K. The Dana Carvey episode is hilarious uh, that he did this season. The guy played Garth. Yeah. Yeah, you. that is actually really good. Um, but anyway, let's move on to Patreon. Uh, okay. we've just Today has just been like one run-on tangent this yeah, but whole time. Not too bad. We've had worse. Yes, we'll we have had worse. worse. Yes. Oh, yes. We will have even worse in the future, I'm sure. So, uh, Patreon topic today is distracted driving, and it's, of course, a multi-part lead-up. <laughs> I don't know if you called it a question. Uh, what are your thoughts on Let me eating, guess. drinking, or other in a car? Can I get? Can I make a guess who made this? Was it Scott? It was shocking because is it currently our only level two patron that actually submits questions? Well, not only that, I can tell because it's written in perfect legal format, and he's a lawyer. It doesn't have like subsection or anything. At least that's pretty. Thank cool. God. <laughs> <laughs> Paragraph twenty-two, <laughs> section five, subsection A. Yeah, direct your attention to Exhibit B: phone or device use. C, compare alcohol to prescriptions, cultural norms, acceptance, which is most dangerous of those three in your opinion. Also, does driving a three-pillar car make distractions less distracting or less of an issue? And E, future of distracted driving. So start with A, what are your thoughts on eating or drinking in a car? If you are spending most of your time driving and not paying attention to your food, like if you're eating a candy bar, it's fine. If you're sitting there and you're eating like a porterhouse steak, that's a different thing I, but i like eating a triple opera while driving manual that's fine as long as you're paying more attention to the actual car and uh, you're okay with i probably am i mean my knee is pretty good at steering at this point yeah, but I are you paying attention to the road or are you paying attention to your food oh both. i have a really tasty 
you pay attention to the road. That's that's the thing. It's yeah. I don't care what you're doing. You can be jacking off in the car. As long as you're paying more no, attention to the road than you are your <laughs> part on. Well, yeah, he's a sex tourist. That's why he uses a 24-hour clock. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. But um, no, if, if you're if you're paying if you're paying attention to the road, that's all I ask. I mean, I don't care what you're doing in the car as long as you're paying attention I mean, to the road. Like as far as like eating and driving goes, like I had a friend in high school that was eating fucking ramen while driving, uh-huh. and I was like, if that like spills, I think if it takes more up more than one of your hands to do, that's a problem. Exactly, and like I guess my my thing I want to add is I would be a hundred percent okay with the German style law to distracted driving, where you literally can't do anything other than drive, and that's I'd be okay yeah. with. Yet that. you're allowed to drive with an open container there. Yeah, I don't care with that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're obviously not over the limit. If you are, you're fucking done. You can have an open container, but the trick is, is you cannot drink it while driving the vehicle. Okay. You literally cannot drink a beverage of any sort in Germany while driving. Interesting. And I'm okay with that. I need to like sometimes, in order to like stay awake, like if we're on a long road trip or whatever, I need to drink like coffee or like water to stay awake. Well, that's the thing is in Germany. That's why they have like they have a lot of rest stops. And like roadside things. So it actually, that's actually a perfect system because you can't drink while driving your car. However, you can stop at any of the the kind of rest areas sure. basically. And their rest areas is kind of inconvenient, but well, no, the thing is, is it gives you a chance to stretch your legs. So you don't get as fatigued while driving. And it also creates a, an economy for smaller cities. So it's actually a very good system. So yeah. there's no reason not to have that system. Other than the fact that it's minorly inconvenient for people commuting in rush hour. Yeah, but I mean, if you're commuting, your commute shouldn't be long like, enough where you need to hydrate or eat. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And if you are, uh, I mean, that system makes perfect sense to me. I'm 100% okay with that. Yeah, I mean, if you're used to it, too, I'm sure it would seem completely yeah. normal. But it's like the people that are doing, like, eye makeup with the mirror folded And people, down, yeah, like, that, that's 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 no. a problem. And also phone and device use. Um, yeah, I'm still, I'm pretty okay with people using their devices as long as they, it's within their, um, as long as you're not taking Light your eyes sight. down. Yeah. It's like for me, like if you have peripheral vision, you can still identify threats even if you're using a device at short range, but the people that are buried down not looking, they have no idea oh, what's yeah. coming. I'm out. 100% again. I, I don't I don't like people doing that. It's their prerogative again That's fine. drive. I mean, it's safe. illegal. So pay, pay attention to the road, not your phone. However, again, I'm not going to force it, but I would be okay with a system where you are not allowed to use your phone at all. Again, a German system. Because when nah, I drive, I all the, time. the reason I like driving, yep. I'm a very busy man. I'm always doing shit. I always have people talking to me and running at me. Mm-hmm. I want my half an hour commute from work to home, sitting in traffic, to be me sitting in traffic, being quiet, listening to NPR with my windows up, my AC Sounds on. fucking horrible. And just relaxing. No nah, man, I'm doing I, I'm I, doing trade deals and no, yeah. scheduling swaps. Or like, yeah, I'm not trying to fucking do that. I'll do it when I'm home. Like, I need some time to myself. Well, I do that also when I'm home, but I don't have enough time to just do it there. I I need some time to myself, really. Okay, like, it's well, just, that's what pooping is for. Well, that's the thing is when I'm pooping, I have people complain. You a distracted shitter. Well, no, I'm when I'm pooping. That's <laughs> why I'm actually doing stuff. Oh, okay. Because when I'm you're pooping, <laughs> it's not nearly as aesthetically pleasing to look at a bathroom as it is to look at you know pretty trees or something. Well, that's debatable. I'm also thinking of this more as, like, not daily commute, like, long drives, because, like, we live... It's everything car. I'm, again, yeah. again, long drives. I'm 
kind of okay with it. That one, I mean, it would make a little bit more sense to be able to use your phone because, like, if you're trying to, like, switch a song on Spotify or something, uh-huh. that makes yeah. sense. But that'd be about the end of it. That, But, again, at the same time, that's what your passenger's for. Unless you're trying to troll your passenger, well, I'm thinking, like, they should be able to use your phone. I'm I thinking guess. specifically of, like, when I have to make long, quick, three-hour commutes to my wait, dig site. Wait, wait a second. One second. Did you say you hate passengers? Yes. You always like sedans. What the hell? They look better, are more it's rigid, they're less expensive. Yes, it is. They don't look better. Sedans always look better That's than the coupe counterparts. That's just not true. It always is. It is just 100% not true. 100% of the time. That's not true. 100% of the time. Are you telling true. me that the BMW 6 Series Grand Sport looks better? Grand Coupe. I don't care. Looks it's not a way coupe. better than the two-door. That's not true. It's not a coupe. It's a lie. It is a corporate lie. It is a corporate lie from the bourgeois. What's this button do? It is a corporate lie from the bourgeois. Anyway, so comparing alcohol use or like drugs or something like that, which of okay, so let's. This is a really poorly worded question. Do we think alcohol, uh, like drugs, like weed, or being distracted are worse while you're driving? Well, they've tested it. And no, 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 no. What tests say? What no, do you think? What do, what do I think? I think, you know what? Um, yeah. Actually, I'm going to add like prescription drugs to that. Yeah. That's so, like, nice. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you have like some painkillers, like, yeah. you should not be driving. Again, those ones immediately trigger, trigger me. Like, if you. So does sentence fragments for me, like those ones. You know what, Burger? <laughs> Hi. So. <laughs> no, that's. Um, As if you weren't. That wasn't, that wasn't a sentence fragment, that was a comma. Those ones is never correct. Whatever, I don't just say those. I don't give a shit. But anyway, I do. They yeah, that's that great. So and now we'll get this. Now we'll get our conversation yeah, that we're having. This is why it's, this is fine. This is so what you call I chemistry, think, Ryan. I think um, <laughs> I I think anybody that's that is, that do drugs or drink or do anything like that that changes your state of mind while driving should immediately be off the road. With no question about it, you should have your driver, your license taken away for a strike. Because that's like just that we have ridiculous. Such different opinions on this stuff. It's good. Wait, you think people should be able to smoke weed and drink? Sure. Yeah, like I don't care at all. It's fine. I just don't. I I don't want my car to get wrecked because some douchebag. I don't either. But people are cool. doing it all the time right now, anyway. And like my cars have been totaled like none times from that. So mm. it's a risk I take. It's calculated, but like I just I'm not a fan of just like imposing all this that's, shit. Upon that's people. the thing is like I've been in not my personal cars, but yeah. I've been in friends' cars when they've been hit by a drunk driver. Sure, and have been totaled. No, I mean it's it's so, a bad thing, but like I, I think just, it's, I think it's one of those things. Once you experience it, it changes yeah. your outlook on it. Because sure. I I used to be more like you mm-hmm. where i'm like yeah whatever it's their prerogative um if they hit like pedestrians that's obviously bad yeah but that's the thing is like these when you're drinking and driving it, you, you don't really discriminate when what you crash into like it's right. one of those things where you if i've had bright lights and I, I'm, if, I'm talking like 0.08 driving booze i'm not talking like oh, oh hammered i'm talking about people that are like taking a hit where, and going on a drive or drinking oh, up that's, to 0.08 that's, that's going different. on a drive that's different i thought you were talking about like just like out of there i mind. don't want to put the word no 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 i don't like that um but I'm I'm trying to put it in like a perspective Buzz where driving. it's where it's like I'm not going to call it responsible use, but like minimal or like functional use with with okay. within your uh, your skill set, right? Like within your right. ability to control at your least vehicle. Cog- I, like trying if to you, be. If you're able to control your vehicle, yeah. while driving, you're fine, and that, that's yeah. a, that's, I'll go along with that. That is my whole kind of point. Where with what I believe, if you can control your vehicle, yeah. you're fine. If you can cannot 
control your vehicle. Yes. If you cannot control your vehicle, I think I said can cannot. I think you said it fine. Anyway, um, that is that's the issue at hand. Yeah. And if you're not a good enough driver to be driving a vehicle. But I think that should go along with people that aren't under the influence of anything either, not being able to control their vehicles. Yes. I, was say, I, was, I was just about to say, like, if you cannot control your vehicle, yeah. there is no reason for you to be driving. Correct. You clearly, if you have no interest in you, it, you clearly, and you're yeah. no good at it. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. That was a quote from, I think, Clarkson or yeah, May. Clar- Clarkson said that. If, if you're not interested in driving, you're not good at driving. Yeah. I'm not interested in soccer. I'm not good at soccer. Which is why I don't fucking play yeah, soccer. I was, exactly. um, I was talking <laughs> to uh, a friend of mine who knows I really like Subarus, and they were telling me about... That's a bad decision, by the way. Yeah, I know. I like okay, um, anyway. Anywho, but they, they were talking about someone that they know that just got a Subaru Legacy because it had, like, a lot of assist and that she constantly texts and drives and, like, doesn't, like stop at stop sign she just lets her car do everything for her and i was like that person shouldn't have a car yeah if you're not interested Ride the in the bus you know that like, actually that that i think we should bump the future of distracted driving up with that but anyway continue yeah, like, yeah so like this like buffers into like you know where the future is because like a lot of people are going to be so reliant on this assisted technology that like they're going to want to do distracted driving and be like it's not distracted because my car corrects for me right. it's like no you still need to yeah you still I, need to figure everything things like out. blind spot monitors and auto braking i mean i think the future of distracted driving right now when we're still doing all these activities yes. yet the cars can't really figure it out for us yet yeah that's the most dangerous time because people are relying on all these systems as crutches yeah whereas in the future when it's just a pod and these people get in and it's just an uber yeah, yeah that's not a problem because you could. Yeah, I mean, you could cook a jambalaya. You, you, know, you there know what you could fine. do if you want to text and drive. Yeah, you can call a fucking cab or Uber or Lyft. Or you could just you know. keep it within your line of sight. Or I don't know, do jump like off a bridge. I don't <laughs> care what couple, you want to do. Couple letters at a time. Like just if you're yeah. driving, it's all about how long you're distracting yourself exactly. from. If so, also my CRX has been rear-ended by somebody that's God, texting and driving. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm being worked up. Yeah, no, I'm um, turning it down. It's fine. Well, because I was just thinking about the fact, like my CRX that I used to have, uh-huh. that one got rear-ended by someone that's texting and driving. Uh-huh. So when that lady, I got t-boned by somebody texting and driving. Yeah, when that lady, when fine. that lady rear-ended the CRV that rear-ended me. Yeah, like pushed her into me. Yeah. Oh, dude, that lady literally sat in her car and locked the door. I was screaming at her so loud. Good. Cause uh, oh yeah, not, that's totally justified. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you've ever seen me mad. Like oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's, it's, like, it's very rare. My, and I'd stay the fuck away. Like when but, I yeah. get mad, it's a very rare thing. Like I'm I'm an animated person. And I get loud, but I don't get like actually mad. No way. Um, mm-hmm. but when I get actually mad, it these are like things that I just should picture be known. somebody hitting me in like the E30 M3. Yeah. And what I would do. Oh, but yeah. I'm I I have or far fewer I have far fewer scruples than you do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> because well, it's like, it's like uh, back in the day when I used to go out street racing and stuff there was that story where um, the bat yeah the bat uh, I was called Batman because um, has nothing to do with the flying thing no I was called Batman because I used to carry a baseball bat in uh, my MR2 um, long story why I had that but anyway um, the there's this guy that was doing had like a prelude and he had his this like big stupid aluminum wing on the back of it and like, don't get me wrong, I love Preludes. Just this one was a giant sack of shit. Um, and he wanted to do donuts in his Prelude, so he put the car in reverse and like went out in the middle of the street we were racing on and did like reverse donuts. And everybody told him to knock it off. We're trying to race, and we nobody wants to get your shitty car anyway. And he goes out and does it again. 
anyway, I go up to him, and I said... Do you have the bat in hand? In Bat in hand. I say, you're not going to do that again, otherwise you meet my friend. TLDR. Um, and then oh, he, I was reading. He met yeah, and, and then, and then um, the guy goes out again after we do like two more runs yeah. and does it again. Uh, almost hits my buddy, Saki. Um, and so like, this is like, it's getting to a point where somebody's going to get hurt. I run out after the car with that baseball bat, and I swing at the guy's car, like <laughs> nail his aluminum wing, like bend one of the winglets in. And the guy just does a neutral drop into drive. It just falls. Well, because he's already at like high RPM in reverse. <laughs> oh, and so he just like puts it in drive and goes. And the car is just so slow because it's automatic. Um, Ooh, well, yeah, I figured that from neutral drop. Yeah. Uh, the car is just piss slow. And so I'm chasing after him with that bat, screaming like a madman, swinging it over my head like a like a tertiary character from road warrior <laughs> and uh yeah ever since that i got uh, a standing ovation from the general populace 250 300 people that were about street racing that night and i uh, earned the allegedly nick- earned the nickname batman so that that's kind of what that's happened much better than um, actual batman yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're gonna drive stupid don't drive yeah just don't don't fucking drive uh i don't have an issue with street racing because that's street racing in a controlled setting is perfectly fine I think pretty much everything we're talking about personally in a controlled setting is fine. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, three pedal cars. Yes. Um, that should be mandatory, mandatory by law. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just like In fact, I think, I think we should um, just base... Sorry, I have my microphone cable it's tied up say. around my foot. Oh. I, um, <laughs> I, I took care of it. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, in Germany, you have to learn how to drive a manual transmission. Sure. Like with part of a, a third pedal. Test, like yeah. it's part of the driver's test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that should be a thing here. Like yeah. You absolutely should then have. They teach you the how to pass the test. They don't teach you how to drive. Yeah, Buffalo, Minneapolis. Yeah. wouldn't wouldn't happen. Correct. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I have so many people that come into my workplace and they're like, I can't start my car. It's it's an automatic loaner car. I'm like, did you try pressing the brake? She goes, No, I don't press the brake. My mother did that a I couple weeks ago. It was like, No, you just press the fucking brake pedal. You always press the brake and the clutch, and then you turn the car on. Yeah, you should do that compulsory no matter the car. Yeah, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Um. But yeah, so that's one of those things. I, I think it should be by law. I hate that people. way. I agree. Although it's not surprising to us. Yeah, I've had I have had friends call me and be like, "How do I start my boyfriend's car?" And I'm like, "Did you press you, in you the lay clutch? in YouTube? You put it in the drive, and then you lay in front of it and you press the auto start." <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I didn't know that's how that worked. Um, <laughs> on that right. note, let's go to World Cup. Yeah, of cars. I want to do that because I'm getting really triggered here. Uh, so. <laughs> Ryan needs to cool down. I need to cool down. I need to talk Which about is a fat chance on an 85-degree day. Exactly. And it's actually just a nice cool no, breeze. It's pretty fun. Um, Very fun. Yeah. So, World Cup of Cars, first one is going to be Poland versus Senegal. Okay. Mm. Senegal is nothing. Um, however, I do want to mention Poland because they actually have a unique car. It's the Fiat Polski 126P, which is considered the national car of Poland. Um you know how, like, every country kind of has their car where people know what it is? Yes. Like, that's, like, the car that, like, makes up the country. Like, the ultimate German car is the Volkswagen Beetle. Like, sure. when you think of a German car, like, if you're not a car person. Anyway. Or a Porsche, but it's one and the same. Yeah, yes. basically. The ultimate. <laughs> oh, you are very right about this one. Yeah. The the Model T was the American car. Uh, I do have a picture of a 126P good. open for this stream. This here. is the Polish version. Everybody in Poland loves them. They tune them up. They do everything. Yeah, with there's them. an entire culture of this. Yeah, not this even a subculture. It is like a public mandatory I think, culture. I honestly thing in think Poland. that Poland 
depending on who up, who they go up against, have a very good chance getting through the semifinals. Well, it looks like they go up against Senegal. Well, after the after this, because they're obviously going to win against Senegal. I love Senegal your comment on Senegal. <laughs> no domestic <laughs> auto industry, but Dakar happens here. Yeah, uh, Senegal does not have a domestic auto industry at all. But I was really hoping to get some SDM up in here. No, I I, I looked thoroughly and I found one single car that a guy made out of junk. That's the only nice. car ever made in Senegal. So um, a lot of. No, no, I mean, like, literally shit he found in the bush. Oh, so France. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know that guy that made the uh, 2CV out of parts he found in the Sahara? Yeah. When he, after his plane crash? Mm-hmm. is basically kind of like that situation. <laughs> um, but no, so the, they're, they're obviously going to lose. The Dakar, or Paris-Dakar rally ends there, so that's kind of cool, but that's about it. Um, however, the 126P... I actually think so cute. I think because of how modular that car is and how much racing success it has just from sheer not force to be of confused will. with a Ford modular. No. Like how much success that car has had in motorsport and everything just because of the will of the entire people of Poland. Yeah. I think that car is actually gonna probably make it through the semifinals. Um but anyway. Uh well it's very well loved. I mean if yeah. you say anything bad about a one twenty six P to anyone in Poland, they're probably gonna shoot you. Oh I got a I got a customer at work who's from Poland and he was telling me like he That's loved cute. the one twenty six P. Like it's This is the photo I have up on the uh oh, wait for it to render. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so the one twenty the one twenty six P definitely beats Senegal as nothing. Guys, it's very interesting how I was able to pull up that photo very easily using mirroring and Goodwood won't play at all. Weird. Yeah, that's. Thanks. Very so sad. the next one though is okay, going to be Senegal just turned gray. Yeah, they <laughs> automatically lost. I just really love the 126P. Honestly, that car could be going up anything outside Japan, Germany, or France, and would probably beat it. Right, um, so what's our next car? Next here? one is going to be the so. Oh, sorry, that was me. That was me. Can you just look up a Renault Alliance? It'll be a lot easier for you to type in than a Sofasa Renault Nine, because basically the Sofasa Renault Nine was a Renault Alliance. But okay. produced after they discontinued it until 1999. But you're not talking oh. about a GTA, right? No, not actually, a cool one. It'd be it would be a hard top like that, but basically the kind of that, but just crappier. Um, I gotcha. It was a knockdown kit. Uh, Sofasa was the was a uh, Colombian uh, car manufacturing uh, factory, and they produced the nine in it. Uh, and then after the nine was discontinued, they continued to produce it in Colombia. So Jesus, yeah. So they and then they made that. So you have to think about when the Renault Alliance like went away. That's when they actually discontinued the Renault Nine. Um, they continued. <laughs> Seems it as Col- good a reason as any, right? <clears throat> yeah, they continued it in Colombia forever, uh, like until 1999, when a lot of like weird cars. So there's a GTA. So cute. Yeah, it's actually a good-looking car. It's, yeah, not it's a actually very, not bad. It that, was even fairly competitive back when it was launched. Yeah, and that one would be way higher trim level than an actual oh, yeah. Safasa. I have a regular Alliance pulled up on the stream. so Yeah, yeah. it's it's not it as It looks good. like that one. Um, and that is going to be going up against uh, Japan. J-A-P- oh, oh this, lo- this loses badly. Yes, very badly. Quite badly. Pick a car. <laughs> All of them. I said Robles. just... But just to really just like send it home and give them the people's just elbow. Send it. No, I just give them the full people's elbow and say the C10 Nissan Skyline Hokoska. Oof. Yeah, probably the most the the most iconic Japanese car of all time. Th- this loses very badly. Yeah, and 
you know, that, that's, I know it takes a lot for you to say about a French car, but oh, yes. it's a very, very good Japanese car. The, you, the Wisconsin built Renault Alliance is uh, the future of the automobile guys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Burger, just so those of, so people that aren't as well versed in Japanese car can, cars can look it up. Can you just type in C10 Skyline? Yes. All right. That'll be much easier than having to ride in Hakoska. And I'll probably give you a picture of a factory one, too. Allow me to type it into this mechanical keyboard. <laughs> With one finger pecking at it. Um, it's like a nursing home. Yes. So a lot of people say that the C10 Skyline was the first like performance Skyline. It was not at all. Um, it was the first one to have the GTR badge. Prior to that, they were called GTB uh, 2000s. Uh, 2000 being the displacement. Um, I think I'm gonna have a whole. Th- I'm have a whole thing on like pre GTR performance skylines because that's one of my favorite topics in classic Japanese cars. But yes, actually, that's a perfect one because that is a a non GTR. It's just a normal GT uh, 2000. Actually, that's a four cylinder. It's a short. Can we go one. over how awesome fender mounted mirrors are? Yeah, and uh, I also like the non GTRs because there's a beautiful design feature that's covered up on them called a surfline, which is the the line that comes out of the rear, rear wheel, wheel arch. arch and goes mm-hmm. back over the bumper. I love that. Um, that uh, gets completely obscured. I have a much GTRs. more done up one up one on the stream as well. Okay, so. cool. So yeah, the ones th- those are yeah. You know, it was the the first Japanese car that was a production car that had a massive racing pedigree. Like the GTB two thousand before this was known for being able to overtake uh, Porsche's purpose-built race car when it was really just a four-cylinder nissan skyline the front end cut off and elongated with a larger nissan gloria six-cylinder in it the four-door looks way better than the two-door on this this is one where i would actually have to uh, to agree with you yeah it's better proportioned but if you look at the c110 the generation after much work the C110 is all about, Japan it's wins. All about the two-door. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. So Japan wins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I heard my microphone clipping there. Oh. Uh, Japan wins. Oddly, I didn't for sure. that. Um, yeah, that's just the way it goes. That's so, just the way it is? <laughs> it is just the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, oh, we will what have, the hell? This isn't pulling up on the... So I, I'm going to gray out the Sofasa Renault 9. By the way... Uh, finding some of these weird cars that people have not heard of, it takes a massive amount of effort because that car did not even come up when I looked up Colombian auto industry <laughs> uh, on Wikipedia. <laughs> like, I had to do, like, actual research. <laughs> well, The thing Brian does for obscure cars. I uh, love weird cars. All of the things. I love weird cars. It's pretty he much all He actually went does. to Columbia to figure this out. I would actually be really... He brought some cocaine I back. It was great. I'd, be re- oh, I'd love to go to Cuba. But I would actually be uh, really keen to interview Jason Torshensky at some point in my career from Jalopnik because mm-hmm. he's like my smart. I want to compliment him on how well the site reads when I'm on the toilet. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But now I just want to... I read you while I'm as, pooping. As much as I make fun of Jalopnik um, and with their not crediting me when they make articles that are based almost word for word off of things I've written on Japanese nostalgic car. Interesting. I really genuinely love Jason Torshensky's articles. Uh, Jason? Mac- Mac Car like Sean Carrey, right? Jason Torch. Mac Car Monday. Um, cars Oddly, that, when I was looking up the Renault Alliance, the fourth highest pick on Google Images was the Mac Car Monday for image of the it? Alliance. Yeah, this is a very Mac Car. Yes. Um, no, that, that's a, a Jason's a good writer. Uh, anyway, 
let's move on to in, uh, interesting engineering before we round out the episode. I want to okay. talk about something I, st- I, uh, I kind of talked about a little bit in the French car episode. Mm-hmm. Sleeve valves. Okay. These are very interesting. Um, so a sleeve valve is not an interference valve design. And basically what it is is you have little kind of ports, kind of like you have on a rotary, mm-hmm. that are cut into the side of the combustion chamber. You have a valve that goes over it like a sleeve. Um, and the sleeve valve goes over that, and when it opens up, opens up, you get really good airflow, and then it closes. It's non-interference, so it it's... It almost looks like a two-stroke valve. Yeah, kind of. It's very common in two-stroke engines. It's really good if you want to have an extremely high-revving engine. You don't have to worry about valve you know, valve being dropped. If you mm-hmm. want, that, that, that's where they're best for. Uh, Subaru used it in their um, 100 horsepower per liter Subaru 360K car, <laughs> which nice. was the first Japanese car ever to have 100 horsepower per liter. Um, I do have a rudimentary photo up on this. All right, good. So basically what they do is they use a uh, rubber seal that creates a perfect seal, and then they basically kind of pull it up, and they have a, val- a normal valve spring towards the top, and it pulls it uh, back up mm-hmm. once it's done being pushed down by the cam. <laughs> they... The issue with them, why they're not as common as they should be, um, when they were more popular prior to World War I, um, which would be... When they were more popular prior, prior to World War I, they would... They would... Burger. Burger. Uh, so, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, prior to World War I, when they, they were more... Bad. When they were more popular, they would um, not have good sealing hmm. to them. So you'd have a lot of blow-by. No, um, so probably wasn't good for like clean burning engines, even though it was good for power. No, it it was it was good for getting high revs out of engine. That's engines like about it. What so. makes a two stroke great is why sleeve valves were great for four. Exactly. Okay. So they've made some comebacks on like weird sections, like after World War Two, but like basically in the twenties and thirties uh, and forties. I already did it. Yeah, um, but you mentioned it again. Yeah, in the twenties, thirties, and forties, they kind of were very rare to find so okay. but now you're, you're being able to find them more in higher um higher uh performance engines it and looks like the block would be a lot more complicated it does it complicates the shit out of probably everything. really heats the intake air too uh i, I think if you if you ran your coolant galleys cr- like well yeah, you're I guess still you're, gonna have like 200 degree intake temp no uh, i mean if you n- not really because it the air is not gonna get that hot passing through that that quickly it's still going to heat it a lot more than an intake manifold would, though. Well, you still have an intake manifold. Well, I understand, but yeah. it's going to be it's going to be going through the block. It's all, it, it's all de- depending on how it's lo- where it's located. Sure. The I suppose only, you could do it near the, the top. Yeah, you can you can do it from one side and then have it go out another side. Yep. So the sleeve the thing is that the sleeve valve is it's actually it doesn't have to be completely encompassing the cylinder. Sure. You can do a sleeve valve that just kind of covers one one side of it. Mm-hmm. But that's much more like a two-stroke, yeah. Yeah, much more. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what Subaru actually did uh, for theirs. But anyway, <laughs> I think that's a, just a really interesting piece of technology. They became more popular when um, technolo- when rubber technology got better and you could actually make gaskets that would be able to be used yeah, for more than like that can stand up to like heat yeah exactly <laughs> like and not good lubrication ba- basically the reliability of a sleeve valve and the reliability of a rotary are directly correlated weird actually because the rotary 
kind of used as a sort of sleeve valve. Yeah. But um, it just yeah, ingests air more similarly to yeah. this because it's using like a vacuum in a different way. Exactly. And it uh, well, the thing is with how the rotor turns and how the apex seals on a rotary, that's kind of close to how a sleeve valve is sealed. So. Sure. But anyway. I think that would be a that was kind of a cool thing for interesting engineering. It was rather short. It wasn't super long like my description of the uh, key Whatever. car, but we also kind of had a long, jam packed episode. So, Honestly, it's right on time. Really? So, yeah, wow, one hour fifteen right now. Nice. There we go. Perfect. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted? Just to add? one very quick quip, and that's what I was appalled at just now. Corey sent me a photo of a Takata rebag. Uh, sorry, Takata airbag recall notice for his old Baja. That was just sent. That's from 2003. Yes, it is. And it was just sent. Well, I guess they'll, they'll send it to everybody that's owned that car previously. Probably. I, I, I get a lot of you, those. You still. have to. You have to do that because otherwise, what'll happen is, um, if like you sold it to your sister or something, sure. And like, then for whatever reason, you're driving it, and she didn't send you the paperwork, sure. and you get a car accident, they're liable. So anyway, they have to send it to every previous owner. That makes sense. But yeah. no, that that's all I got. We got a uh, recall notice from my mom's 97 Tiburon like oh, man. five years after we sold it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well done. Uh, well done, anyway. Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening, uh, and we will see you on Wednesday. Yep. See you guys for episode 32.